That'd be good. We're going to go ahead and have, uh, we're going to read the Christmas story tonight, and uh, we're going to go right through it. And so I've asked a number of fellows to come give us a hand with that. And so they're going to do that, and then when they're done, I'll share a few things, and then we're going to move along in our service. Uh, if we could, uh, Caleb, start us off, please. I'll tell you what, let's have a quick word of prayer. We'll count this as our opening prayer for the service. All right, Father, uh, at least our opening prayer, Lord, for the uh, message, that's for sure. And Lord, may these, this word that's being shared with us tonight, may it truly, Father, remind us once again the real reason for the season, that we understand, Lord, that it is Christmas, and without Christ there is no Christmas. Lord, thank you, Father, for the birth of a babe, but Father, we're so thankful that he did not remain a child. He grew to man, perfect, sinless, holy, without sin. Father, he was God in flesh. He wasn't just a normal child. He was God in flesh. And Lord, he, he died on a cross called Calvary, paying for our sin. Lord, we're so thankful that we can have our sin forgiven and have hope of heaven one day because of this wonderful, wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ. We love you and we'll thank you in Christ's name. Amen. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom shall, be there, 
shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know it's not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was also called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, and be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bid him, and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Luke 2, 1-7 through seven. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this tax was first made with Sirius, which was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke 2, verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly 
there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Luke 2, verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them. And said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Luke 2.36 <clears throat> And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Aser. She was of a great age and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Thank you, gentlemen. Again, that is basically the Christmas story wrapped up in scripture there, kind of uh, capsulized for us. And uh, as we note uh, the Christmas story, we can't help but note the main character, and that's Jesus Christ, ending up in a manger, ultimately hanging on a cross. But he came, the Bible tells us, as a light in the world, according to John chapter 1. The Bible tells us in John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. We know that Jesus Christ came as a light into a dark world. But the Bible tells us, unfortunately, that some in the world chose not to embrace that light now before you today are some candles and down in the front there's a big candle and that candle represents the lord jesus christ today when he entered into the world whoops that didn't work too good 
When he came into the world, he uh, was the light of the world. And so we're going to light the candle representing the Lord Jesus Christ. And there he is, a light in a dark world. And so we know that the Lord, according to the word of God, came as a light. And um, we're very grateful for that light. But as I said already, although he was the light of the world, as the Bible tells us in John eight twelve, he said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. We know that he says, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light. He, he was the light. But the problem was men still loved darkness rather than light. Therefore, they rejected him. They wanted nothing to do with him. The Bible tells us over in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 19, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light. Because why? Their deeds were evil. They wanted nothing to do with the light. So instead of coming toward the light, they rejected the light and moved away from the light. And so what we're saying is instead of embracing and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, they moved away from Christ, rejecting him. The Bible says in the book of John, we find very early on, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Even the own, his own people, the Jewish people, they wanted nothing to do with Christ as a whole. There were some that did, but there were a number that didn't. And so we see this light, the Lord Jesus Christ, but unfortunately there were many that did not embrace the light, but chose to reject the light. Jesus, we know, would ultimately be crucified on a cross. He would hang between heaven and earth. He would give his life on behalf of all mankind. And he'd give his life on behalf of even those that hated him. The love that he shared was confirmed by the blood that he shed. And there's no doubt that Jesus loved the world because even when the world rejected him, he still embraced the world. Today, our world is still in darkness. No matter how you add it up, no matter how much we've entered into the information age, no matter how at fingertip all things are possible to come to our, our eyes and our ears and our, our, our minds, the fact is, is that men are still just as ignorant. Men are just as, as rebellious. Mankind is just as in darkness as they've ever been. You can find a Bible at any, on every corner in America, that is. You can find Bibles in every store almost. And yet the fact is, is that Christ does not dwell in the hearts of mankind as a whole. We are still in darkness today. Jesus, he left us, you and I today, as light in a dark world. He's no longer here. At least not in person. He's left you and I to be that light. And the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You're the light of the world. Therefore, the fact is, is that when Jesus, who said, While I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world, He's no longer here in flesh. He's no longer with us bodily. So therefore, you and I become the very light that He was. We're the light now. And if there's going to be light shining in a dark world, it will come from you and I tonight. And if we're waiting for Jesus to come down and appear as a 900-foot Jesus, we want him to somehow do something supernatural to gain the attention of mankind, we are waiting on something that will not happen. The next time we see Christ will be when we meet him in the air. And the next time the world will see him is when he meets them coming to earth. 
And let me tell you something, that will not be a pretty scene either way unless we've been the light we ought to be, unless people have had opportunity to come to Christ and recognize Him as the light of the world and their own personal Savior. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The world will see Christ alive in you and I, and that's the only way they'll see Him. Because in most cases, they're not going to open a Bible. They're not going to go to church, maybe. But they will see you and they'll see me in our workplace, in our schools, in our homes, and in our lives. God help us to be the light of this world. Jesus Christ came, the light of the world. And now you and I are to be saved. And when we are saved, we become that light. We share and we show off of the Lord Jesus Christ. So... Tonight, we're going to give an opportunity to get a kind of a visual of that. And again, if you've never come to Christ, if you've never put your faith in the Lord Jesus, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Because the Bible says He is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and if you want to experience real life, you need Him in your life. And, and He needs to become your life. It's not enough to say a prayer. It's not enough to go to church. You need a relationship with the very one who created you, which is Jesus Christ, God in flesh. He literally created all things and then died for his creation. If you don't know him tonight, if there's never been a time, a place, when you received him, accepted him, invited him into your life as Savior and said, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin put you on that cross. I realize that without your forgiveness I will never, ever, ever see heaven. And that's the reality of life. We'll never see heaven without Him. He alone can grant us eternal life. In just a moment, as we all come forward, it's going to represent our salvation as we take that candle, we put it to His light. We take His light with us. He now lives in our heart. And that light that we now have, Him, in us, is to shine before in a dark world. If our lights don't shine, there'll be no light in this world. And boy, that would be a tragedy. So in just a moment, we're going to turn the lights off, but let me explain how it's going to work. I'm going to go ahead and invite everyone to come forward if they'd like to come forward. There's, I believe, plenty of candles. I have some more back here if I need them. Also, maybe you're not able to come forward. We're going to have the lights off. It could be a little tricky for some of you. Okay? If you fall, you get hurt. Don't cry to me. Okay. <laughs> just be very careful is what I'm trying to tell you be very careful you may need to take someone by the arm walk up with them that's fine too hold on but maybe you can't come forward maybe you're like that's, there's no way I'm taking a chance well guess what here's how it works right when you got saved you, you lit or got, you got saved by Christ but here's the thing in a sense we take our light now and we go to others So maybe you're unable to get up here to light today off this main candle, which represents Christ. But the truth is, is that you could take the light of someone else, just like you were probably led to Christ by a soul winner or some Sunday school teacher or a mom or dad, and take that light and just have someone take a candle back with you and then have them light it right there in your seat for you, okay? And then we'll all have a candle and we'll get a chance to get a very good visual of what the world's like and how we shine in it. All right, so without further ado... We're going to do it this way. We're going to turn the lights off, and then I'm going to start with this section. 
This section is going to come up and then right through the middle and right back. And then this section will come through the middle and back. And then this section will come through the, this way, just this direction and back, whatever you got to do. And same thing here, okay? So you use the middle aisle to exit, and that way no one's trying to fight back through each other, okay? All right? And that way we don't trip each other along the way. All right, thank you. There we go. There's the light, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, he was a light in the world. All right? We can start from this corner here on my left, your right in the auditorium, that section. If anyone would like to come, there are plenty of uh, candles. But again, go ahead, Jen, if you're able. Can you see it all there? Oh, your phone. Very good. Yes. <laughs> if, if you need to use your phone to get up here or something, that's fine. We'll work it out. That'll be okay. Be careful. We don't want anyone to get hurt. But we're lighting our candle, and our candle represents our light in Christ, us being the light of the world now that he is now in heaven. We become the light of the world. There we go. I'm going to ask this far, my right section, your far left. Why don't you come up and take this side and do the same thing and just walk through there. We'll speed it up just a little bit. You're welcome to come on this side. Yes, that's correct. If you need your phone to get a kind of a visual where you're at, go ahead. Use the light of that. But notice your light's shining. We'll go right down the middle aisle and right back to our seats. There's plenty of fire for everyone. Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ's blood was efficable for all of us? Met the need for every life that was ever created. To think that not one human being, not one creation of God is unable to be saved. His blood was all sufficient. It was enough. If your light happens to go out, just reach over and get somebody that has one still going and light her back up. It's hard to imagine 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ, just an infant. Savior of all the world. He was already the Savior, but He just took His place on Calvary, finished the job, and as He said, it, it is finished. It was indeed.
kind of amazing how much that one candle can light up right around it. It's kind of kind of neat how that works. candle shines or as you're lighting your candle, try to remember what it was like that day you drew nigh to him, received him, trusted him. That day of salvation, when the light of the world moved into your heart, your life. about how his light and his presence has <clears throat> affected your life from that moment forward. how much glit and glitter seems to possess spiritually it is in utter darkness
started to light up in here pretty good. ourselves as lights everywhere we go probably would change how we view our purpose to think that when we gather with family and friends this Christmas season we will be a light in their midst and if for some reason there's others that are not believers there our light needs to shine As we look over the crowd and as we see our lights shining in this place, before the lights were lit, it was all darkness, virtually. Now we look at the area and we see some light. The only problem is when you think about it, there's still a lot of darkness here. Boy, how important is it that not only do we light, uh, be the light that we ought to be, but that we go out into a world and we try to take the light to others. There's a world in need of Jesus Christ and they'll never hear without us being the light that we need to be. And to be the light we need to be is to live a life that's consecrated, separated, holy unto God, that says, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, 
able to, for folks to see the difference in our life that, that Christ makes in our marriages, in our homes, in our families, at work, at school, at play. God help us to be those lights we ought to be.
all stand for just a moment. one of the gentlemen to come here real quick brother yeah if you would I want you to take these to the back and as folks leave tonight if you could take them and just throw these in there for us uh, if for some reason you take them with you I guess I wouldn't be that mad at you but if you could help us with that put those there that'd be helpful just back there in the welcome center brothers you leave that'd be helpful for them well listen let's have that word of prayer and dismiss tonight and again you have a wonderful Christmas I want to wish you a Merry Christmas just enjoy your your Christmas season and uh, don't eat too much. And don't get mad if you don't get the present you wanted. You know, just save your money. Maybe you can buy it yourself later. But uh, we'll just thank the Lord for a wonderful Christmas, all right? Let's pray. Father, we come to you. <clears throat> thank you so much for these that have gathered tonight, this very unique, very special service. I pray, dear God, that you'd bless us now as we go forth as lights. Lord, not one of us is worthy to be called your child. Yet, Lord, because of your wonderful and marvelous grace, you've allowed us to become the sons and daughters of God. Thank you so much for loving us enough to die for us on Calvary. Thank you for extending your grace and your mercy to us, making available your salvation. And, Lord, we just ask that you'd help us now as we go to have you on our lips and in our life this next few days and even in through the new year. And may we just be the light of the world. You said that, we're to be a light, and we're not to hide that light. 
And let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify you which is in heaven. Help us, Lord, just to be a light and a beacon for your glory. Now, Lord, we love you now. Protect and watch over us as we go. Give each and every one a very, very Merry Christmas. And, Lord, we'll thank you. And we'll remember not to forget you and your son. In Christ's name we pray, amen. God bless you. Amen. You can drop those off up front, too, if you like.